Welcome to the Girl with Sing Your Purse podcast. Girl, what's in your purse? I'm your host, Latrice Goodwine, your financial bestie. And during our podcast, we're going to have straight talk about real life financial situations that affect us as women. So ladies, what's in your purse? everyone welcome to the podcast as always i am super excited about every episode that i'm able to bring to you all this episode you know it's a little different for me though i was kind of going back and forth on what i wanted to talk about how i was going to present this episode because of the whole coronavirus covid19 this true pandemic that is really affecting the whole entire world. I mean, we're currently living in a world where we are being told that we can't go outside of our homes. And we are in such unprecedented, um, uncharted waters. And there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of um, uneasiness. And so as your financial bestie, what I'm here to do is to provide clarity, to give solutions, to give strategies for your finances. And one of the big questions that I've been getting um, probably on a day-to-day basis in my inbox, emails, DMs, phone calls, asking me, Trees, what do I do with the stock market? Whether it's with your retirement account or if it's just investing in retail stocks. And so they're looking at how do I turn these lemons into lemonade? And that's been my slogan throughout the whole entire coronavirus. Let's turn lemons into lemonades. So right now the stock market is at historic lows. And so what I've been doing is I've been working with the ladies that that are part of my community And I've been teaching them and working with them on how to strategically purchase stock in a downward market. So this episode today, I'm going to give you a sneak peek of my course. I did a course on how to invest in a downward market 101. And if you would like to hear the entire training, I definitely have the link inside the show notes so you'll be able to download it and get it there. Such a great time. A lot of ladies have made a lot of money while investing in the stock market during this time. They were able to find a way to turn their lemons into lemonade. So I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Today, we're going to be talking about how to prepare to purchase stock how to read stocks. So it's going to be some basic terminology, how to select stock and how to purchase stock. So those are going to be the four key points that we're going to touch on today. And so that's kind of the reason why your um, your worksheets is set up the way they are. And please, if you have any questions, make sure you use that hand raise signal or punch in something in the chat box and then we can definitely talk because I want this to be an open forum and then we can also talk back and forth. So I just want to make sure that this is very open and I want you all to ask as many questions as possible. 
So, before we even get started, what should you know about, about stocks, ladies? Investing involves risk. You may lose money. So, I want you all to know that, that anytime you are investing money, nothing is 100% guaranteed. So, you have the possibility of losing some or all of your money. Stock is very risky. So, some of you all, this might cancel y'all out right then and there like hey i don't want to do anything risky and that's okay and the reason why stock is risky because you're putting your money into a company you're investing your money into a company and everything um relies on how that company does in the marketplace as far as their operations and their services and things like that whether or not what is the value of that company Stock investing is not for everyone and not for every situation. What do I mean by that? Depending on what stage in your life you're in, stock investing might not be for you. Because like I said, it's risky. It might not be for every situation. If you're trying to have an emergency fund, putting money in the stock and calling it an emergency fund might not be the answer for you because stock goes up and down. The value of a stock is going to continually go up and down. So if you have an emergency fund and you need that money there for an emergency and the stock price is down, then guess what? It's not truly an emergency fund anymore. So like I said, stock investing is not for everyone and stock investing is not for every situation. Is there any questions about that? Cool. All right. So how to prepare. So the first area we're going to talk about is how to prepare to purchase stock. So everybody know I go by the whole purpose, passion, and plan. So even when you're preparing to purchase stock, you have to go by my PPP rule. Purchase I mean, purpose, passion, and plan when you are buying a stock. And so this is definitely where it's going to need, require some participation. Now, if you look at your, on your worksheet, what is your purpose? What is the purpose of you purchasing stock? What is your reason for wanting to buy stock? Can somebody answer that for me? Why? What will be some examples? You can either put it in the chat. You can either say, hey, raise your hand. You can come on. What is let me know you want to talk about it. What will be a reason why you want to purchase stock? The only answer I will not accept or cannot accept is because I'm supposed to. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? That is not an acceptable answer because you have to have a purpose, a reason why you're making this purchase. And just because other people is doing it, that is not, you know, a legitimate answer because what works for other people may not work for you. And you want to make sure that you understand what your purpose is. I know I saw some hand raises, but it won't let me. Oh, it say that. OK, Daphne. Go ahead, Daphne. Unmute yourself. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. OK, Um, this uh, coronavirus is a perfect storm like i've seen i've been watching stocks all night i've been seeing stocks for like five dollars per share and um so i've been looking to see which ones um i'm interested in buying so it's per it's perfect so but it's a good way to make some income while you're sleeping 
Okay, great. Okay, so that is the purpose. So I like, I'm glad that you kind of, um, at the end, you said you want to be able to make income while you're sleeping because purchasing stock because of the coronavirus will not is not a good reason why that should not be your purpose. Like, what is the reason behind it? So you end up following up with, I want to make money while I'm sleeping. So that way, and that's one of the things that stocks can do for you, help you make money while you're sleeping. And like you said, this is definitely a perfect storm where this, the market is dropping and the values are cheaper than what they have been in on certain um, certain stocks in a long, long time or probably even ever. So I see someone else. Um, thanks, Daphne, for that. Let's see what someone else said. To make money. Um, Jay said, add to her portfolio to be financially ahead. Yes, that's a good thing. Deanna said, quick way to gain wealth by sleeping if done strategically. Stream of income, creating an investment I can pass on to my children. That is awesome. Building long-term wealth. Um, Deandra said she had a buddy get her into an increased income. Kita said, I want to add another form of income to add to my future investment. Awesome. So all of those things are great. One of the things that um, I did not see on here, which is another good reason to, is for retirement. Your retirement can be one of the purposes of why you will purchase stock. And we'll get into that in a minute. How do you believe purchasing stock will help you attain your financial goals? So who would want to tackle that? How do you believe purchasing stock is going to help you attain, is going to help you increase your income? How is purchasing stock going to help you build wealth? How, how do you believe that's going to happen? Who would like to tackle that question? Anybody, anybody? Don't be shy. You can put it in the chats or you can go ahead and um, unmute yourself and we can talk about it. Hey, Tree, ask that question again. Um, the question is, how do you believe purchasing stock will help you attain financial goals? Can you all see my screen? Yeah, it says, what is your purpose? What is your reason for wanting to buy stock? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. So, yeah. So how do you believe purchasing stock will help you attain your financial goals? So, so since you're on, Kita, let's talk about it. Okay. Let's see. So, well, like, like others have said, you know, this is money that can grow while you're sleeping. And so when I, when I said future investment, that's what I was talking about, actually, my future investment towards my retirement. Right. So, my, so that is my key goal right now for wanting to, you know, try to earn as much money as possible, um, you know, working on my behalf so that that's one less thing I have to add to the pot, you know, for my retirement. Awesome. I like how you said that. So also another thing I want to talk to you all about, too, is you know how we talk about the seven streams of income? And two of the seven streams of income can be tied into stocks. Those two things are capital gains income and dividend income. So out of the seven streams of income, two of them can be tied to stock purchases. 
And so we looking back and say, how can stock help me attain my goals? If retirement is your goal or you need income in retirement, guess what? You can use stocks that pays dividends and it's going to produce income for you. So now you have income while in retirement. If you're looking to grow your money, you have money sitting off to the side, sitting idle, and as, as you all said, make money in your sleep. That's capital gains income. So you can buy a share stock for $10 and then let it appreciate over time. And if it grows to $15, then you make that spread. You make $10 and you didn't have to work to do anything. You invested in that company. You let it sit and let it do its thing. And you can wake up the next morning and it has quadrupled or it can't go down. So I want to throw that cabbie. I want to throw that out there. DeAndre, I see your hand raised. What would you like to say about that? Hey, um, yes, ma'am. I had a buddy get me into stock. He had a uh, went to he was going through a divorce, and she took everything. So he was using the stock market, and he had a couple buddies. So he gave me a couple tips, and every tip that he gave me hit with nice gains. Okay, that's why I say to do it strategically, you know, so you can make money in your sleep. But it's risky because I've lost too. Yeah, you you can potentially lose, but I like how um, Tamika said purchasing stock is patience and allowing your money to work for you over time. That is awesome because you have to have patience. And one of the things that is happening with some people, they're panicking, especially in their 401k. And I did a segment on it where I was talking about how to handle your retirement account during this time in a downward market because in the stock market there's going to be ups and downs there's going to be peaks and valleys that is the part of investing in the stock market so it's going to require patience it's going to require you to remember the reason why it's going to require you to be strategic in what you're doing and then that is going to that is what's going to keep you grounded so that's why one of the things I was saying is that you can't say, oh, I'm purchasing it just because or because this person is doing it or they say do it. What is your reasoning? What is the purpose behind um, purchasing this stock? But yeah, good answers, ladies. So next, let's talk about passion. What is your motivating factor? What is your reasoning why? Why are you investing in stock? And so that goes back to when we're talking about you want to make money in your sleep. You want to be able to retire comfortably. You want to be, some people use stock to pay for their children to go to school. So that is going to be your motivating factor of why you continue to invest in the stock market. Why you're going to be patient because you're understanding I'm in it for the long run. I have a goal. I have a purpose. I have a mission. So your passion is what's going to keep you in the market. Your passion is, going to, is what's going to allow you to become more educated and more invested in it because it's not really the stock that you want. You want what the stock can do for you. 
I'm gonna say that again. You want what the stock can do for you. You want the the gains. You want the financial freedom that a stock can produce for you. So this is the next thing. How much risk can you handle? I need a show of hands. How many of you all are aggressive? How many of y'all are very risky? Put in the comment section, put me if you're risky. <laughs> DeAndre, she said she's risky. Jay say she cheat. No, so that means she's not risky. Who's not risky? Put no, not me. Say not I. If you're not risky, that's going to play a factor. So Kawana says she's semi-risky. That is going to play a factor in it because that's what you're passionate about. That's where your heart is at. Because if you can't stomach the market going up and down, then you can't be invested in Amazon stock just because DeAndre's invested in Amazon stock. That's just an example. Because she can stomach it. She can handle the two $300 drop. You'll be sitting over in the corner somewhere crying. And so it's like, no, no, no. You, that's, that's why it's so important to understand your purpose. Understand your reasoning why you're doing what you're doing and understanding the risk levels you can handle. So let me tell you all a couple um, risk tolerance. And anytime that you're going to invest in some stock, you need to take, take this in consideration, especially if you're working with a financial advisor or coach. You want to know if you are aggressive. And when we talk about being aggressive, that is those stocks where you see, hey, these are um, investments where Oh, we made 25%, 30%. I had a 50% jump. Anything that can have a high jump, trust me, it can have a, high, a long fall. So if you want that big return, you have to be prepared. It's possibly you can have a long fall. So that's an aggressive investor. Moderately um, aggressive is someone like, yeah, I can handle some ups and downs, some little big dips, but it can't be an everyday thing. I got to have a little bit of structure, a little something, a little steady. Then you have your moderate investor. It's kind of even kill. You know, somebody that like you go up a little bit, you go down a little bit. I ain't going to say a little bit. It can be a lot of it, but it's not going to be like a major swing. You right in the middle. Then you have your moderate conservative investor. It ain't moving too much. And you have to understand, people say, well, I'm not aggressive. I'm not trying to be aggressive. I want to protect my money. I want to keep my money. That's fine. That's your goal. That's your purpose. That's what you're passionate about. But you also have to understand when you say those sentences, when you say, I can't handle the stock market, just know that you're going to have a slow and steady growth. It's probably going to be the four or five percent growth. That's it. You're not going to see a 15, 20 percent jump. But then again, you don't have that big of a risk of having a 15 or 20 percent jump. So you just have to know that there's some give and take, give and take. Let's see. Um, right. Jay says she can't take hits every day. And that is the important factor that's very important to know you have to know yourself in investing and that's in and i'm gonna go keep going back to that that's why you cannot invest in a certain stock just because someone else tells you about it 
or just because someone said what they made off of it or how it does for them because you don't know that stock probably dropped 15% yesterday and then yeah, it might be up 10 but, but where are they coming up from so you want to be able to know what is your purpose and what is your passion and how much risk you can handle like I know if I took well I'm going to say it but this would probably flip Jade out my current portfolio right now last time I looked at it I'm down 40% but I'm okay with it because I have a risk tolerance for it. But other people probably can't. She's saying, Lord. Uh, Ms. Shaniqua, unmute yourself, ma'am. I see you had a question. Okay, so when we talk about stocks going up and down, are we talking about the sales that that specific place made or something? So, and I'm gonna, um, we're gonna get into that when we talk about the stock price. We're talking about the value that is put on a stock. How much someone is will be willing to buy that stock from you from. So let me give you an example. Um, you know how a, a house can have an appraised value? We can say a house can appraise for $100,000. But a, a house is only worth what somebody is willing to pay for it. So if someone is only willing to pay you $80,000 and you accept that price, then that price, then it was valued at $80,000. And that is how you look at companies. Companies have dollar values on it. And so and that's a share. That's your percentage or that's your ownership of that company. And so when we're talking about the value going up and down. That's how much people, everyday people like you and I are willing to buy and sell and trade um our ownership in that stock and then we'll, we're going to talk a little bit more get more deep into that when we talk about the terminology but did that answer your question uh yeah kind of okay I mean, I'll, I'll get it though as we go yeah. on to the conversation any more questions so now we know our purpose I hope y'all taking y'all notes. Now we know our passion. The next thing is your plan. What is the plan for that stock? And when we talk about a plan, do you plan on holding it short term? And what I mean by short term, less than a year. You have some people that are called day traders. They're trading every day. So when the market opens, they buy a stock at a certain price, hoping that before it closes that day, they'll make some money off of it. And that's what they do. They, they, they call themselves day traders. Or you plan on, or you might set a limit and say, once this stock, um, say you bought a stock for $15 and you're saying once it hits $25, that means that price value, that stock value gets to $25 then I'm going to sell it. So like, what is your plan for the stock that you have? Is it long term? Long term usually means you want it in retirement. You plan on buying and holding it. You want to see how far it can grow or if it's a dividend paying stock, which y'all going to find out real soon that I love dividend stocks and I'll tell you all why in the next part. But are you going to have it for a long time? That means you're buying it, you're holding, it, you're keeping it. You're not looking at trading it no time soon. You're going to keep it for at least a few years. Do you have a lump sum investment? A lot of times lump sum investments will be retirement accounts. So when you retire from your job and they give you, you have a 401k, what's going to happen is they're going to give you a lump sum. They're going to give you this check. 
and say, hey, you've been working with us for 30, 40, 50 years. Here you go. Have a nice day. Now, your job is to turn around and invest that money. A lot of people take their lump sum and they invest in stock, bonds, mutual funds, and annuities. And they use that, that money to live off of and they usually live off the dividend. So that's a lump sum investment. For any of us that's like starting out and we're not in retirement, the key is going to have continual investing. And what do I mean by having continual investments? When you make that lump sum, say if you um, have $500 to start your initial investment, $1,000. You can't just have that $1,000 just sitting there and then think it's going to grow to $100,000. I mean, there are some stocks that might have done that, like, you know, Amazon, if you bought it when it first opened, or like Tesla or things like that. But what you have to do is set a budget and keep adding into it. So if you start out with $1,000, you can say every month, every week, every two weeks, I'm going to add $50 to my stock portfolio. I'm going to add $100, whatever your amount is. And then that's how you're going to build and going to keep getting shares. And that's how you're going to build wealth. Because you're slowly adding more shares and more shares. And then once you look up, you're going to have 10,000 shares of XYZ stock. So you want to know what your plan is. Do you got a short-term plan? Is this long-term? Do you have a lump sum that you're just going to throw in there? Or is it going to be a continued thing, continual thing that you're going to grow your investments? So Rajay said, can you explain continual again? Oh, you got it. Okay. <laughs> cool. Any other questions? All right. So let's talk about how to read stock. So this is where we're going to be going into a little bit more definition. Thank you for tuning into the Girl with Senior Purse podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe, support, and share our podcast with other women interested in getting their finances in order. Also, I would love to connect with you. I want to hear from you. Leave comments, ask financial questions that you would like to have discussed on the air. Also, you can email me at admin at girlwhatsinyourpurse.com. I would love to connect with you on my social media platforms. I'm on Instagram at girlwhatsinyourpurse. I also can be reached within my Facebook group, also called Girl What's In Your Purse. Check out my website, www.girlwhatsinyourpurse.com. I truly look forward to connecting with you soon. So ladies, remember, accept yourself, align yourself, and allow yourself to be you. Love you all.